Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the host of the Rosie Perspective Podcast, Ms. Rosie. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> I, I'm, I've, uh, first of all, I've been a fan of your podcast uh, for, I've been following maybe about three months. So I've been a fan. Now, let me be clear. I don't listen to every single episode because fine. <laughs> you know some some episodes don't resonate with me but i've listened to about three or four yeah yeah that's cool that's what it is sometimes i try to um i mean first of all that's how i am in general as a person i, I pretty much am diversified as far as what i discuss in real life so i do the same so some things people are going to listen to and some don't apply and somebody else will so i totally respect it. it's all good <laughs> Is this your is this your first podcast? It is. How'd you get started? Um, well, you know, of course the pandemic. A lot of people started the pandemic. I'm one of them. Um, I really didn't have much of a hobby to do. You know, we was locked up in jail due to coronavirus. So um people are like, won't you start a podcast? And I'm like, no, you know, because I was like, I don't want to really do it, but then I have more than enough time on my hands. So I was like, you know what? Let me start the podcast. And I did. And I just started following a bunch of other Black podcasters on Instagram. And before you knew it, things took off way further than I expected it to. So it's been pretty cool. When you initially thought of the idea, was it always just going to be you or was you thinking a co-host? What was you thinking? So when I actually started the podcast, it was actually me and three other girlfriends of mine. So initially they just wanted to come on when they had time. It was always my podcast, but they would join me. And for a while, I definitely had uh, the four of us on basically almost every episode, but you know, life happens and it really wasn't their idea. So sometimes they didn't feel like doing it or they started school or work got busy. So eventually it became like, well, I'll do it when I can. And I was like, you know what? I'll just do my thing solo because it was my podcast in general anyway so that's pretty much how it's been what what have you found challenging about doing a podcast um i would say consistency when you don't feel like it um because the consistency part isn't isn't a problem with me per se but sometimes you're just not in the mood to record but you know what i'm saying like People are looking forward to it. And again, I do believe in mental breaks. So I don't think people should go above and beyond, et cetera, if they're not in the right mental space. So do that. But I have started uh, pre-recording several episodes in advance. Therefore, I do have those moments where three, four weeks, I don't have to record because I have enough content. But that was a struggle for me prior to uh, pre-recording episodes. How many, how often do you release? Uh, Once a week, every Wednesday. Because, you know, I was listening to one of them. I wasn't sure. Like, what's the normal turnaround for yours, your podcast? What do you mean? Because one where I was listening to, I was like, the date was a little off from the release. But I wasn't sure when you release. Oh, um, well, I didn't record um, in the month of April. So I had already pre-recorded a bunch of episodes in February or March. So you may be referring to one of those. And typically it's not a problem because I don't usually talk about current events. So typically you can't tell. But because February had Valentine's Day, a few of those conversations came up. So therefore, if I put it out in April, it's easy to tell. But for the most part, I have specific topics which don't involve current events. So people can't really tell when I do record them unless something took place. 
Was you was you okay putting it out since the dates was mentioned? Sure was. <laughs> I definitely was okay with it because the rest of the conversation was fire. I love all my recording. So y'all going to get this, whether it's in July or August and I recorded in January, y'all going to get this work. But I do try not to include, if I can, like I said, current events. Because, you know, obviously it's like, damn, this was a minute ago. But overall, for me, the topics are the main thing. So all the little chitter-chatter uh, in between is cool, but I really like perspectives on the actual topics, which are pretty broad. Okay. I was listening to your podcast. It was uh, with Millennials. Millennials podcast? Yes, Millennials Anonymous. Yeah, that was a really good one. And you two was talking about something that, that I always find interesting. You were talking about networking with other podcasts. How was how that? How does that work out for you? Why do you feel it's important? Um, like Lee said, definitely you get to grow your audience. Um, for me, the growing of the audience is actually secondary. For me, I actually like networking. I like to hear perspectives of other people, whether it's the same, whether it's different. Um, so I think networking is just important just to get different perspectives on whatever you're doing. Um, it could be topic specifically. It could just be about anything. So for me, I feel like it's important to just um, network with other people doing the same thing as you. You can learn new things. You can teach them new things uh, despite what it is. So for me, that's like the main thing. And then secondly, it's like, okay, you share the audience and obviously that allows you to continue to grow. You One thing I noticed, you know, following your page, you share a lot of podcasts, which is really great. And, and that that's definitely admirable. What is your purpose for sharing other people's work? Uh, well, honestly, I am just a great and a big supporter. And that's not just in podcasting. That's for anything I like, whether it's like, you know, the small things where people be like, oh, I like your shirt. Where'd you get it? Oh, I got it from this black owned business on Instagram. Let me tell So if I'm listening to a podcast and I think it's a great episode, I'm going to share it because y'all need to know it was great. And maybe you guys will appreciate it as much as I did. And then who knows how that would work, work out for the other person and when you follow them. It's like, why not? Why keep it to myself when I can share uh, something that I thought was great with other people? One of the highlights of the conversation that y'all were having was, was um, just networking and people not sharing, not sharing the podcast. You know, you record with them and they don't share. How frustrating is that? I don't like that. Like, I, <laughs> I do not like that. Like, I feel like it's pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm thinking of a few words, but I think it's pretty fucked up. I don't know if you swear on here, but. Um, it's an adult podcast. We okay, cool. Because it's like, most of the time, don't get me wrong. Most of the time, yes, I do ask people that I would like on my platform as well. But even so, you don't came on my platform. And for the most part, it's a great conversation. You had a good time. I had a good time. We spoke. And okay, so why wouldn't you want to share that? It's not like it went bad or it's just like, okay, that was kind of whack. I didn't want to share it. You and I both agree that's a great episode. But for me, a lot of it is sometimes people ask you to be on their platform and then they don't share it. What the hell did you want to come on here for? Like, <laughs> because you want to hear yourself. I've had some dudes say, oh, I like hearing myself. One dude I recorded with, um, he did share it, but he was a little aggravated. Like I told you, I pre-record for the most part. So I did. And I think 
his was like, okay, I'm gonna put it out in two weeks. When I tell you for those whole two weeks, he kept hitting me up like, when are you gonna put it out? When are you gonna put it out? When are you gonna put it out? And I'm like, sir, you gotta chill. But he's like, I like hearing myself. And it's like, for him, that's what it was about. And it was just like, okay, I don't need somebody on here that just likes hearing themselves. So I don't know, people be weird. I just think if you're gonna be on a platform, it's like going on a TV show. Are you not gonna share it? How the hell people gonna know you was on there to actually support you? It's like, why not? <laughs> I, did he share it now? Well, he did share it maybe like once. But as much as you was harassing me, you should have shared it every damn day, okay? <laughs> like, you was blowing up my phone on the daily, but you gonna record it about one time? No, sir, that's not enough. Now, you know what? Now, when we when we end this call now, you got to tell me which episode. Matter of fact, what episode was it? Because somebody else may want to hear. What episode was this? Um, I don't even think he's still on there. I used to do After Dark episodes uh, when I first started with my homegirl. You know, we was talking about raunchy shit. But I have since deleted those episodes for various reasons. Um, not because I can't have adult conversations, but... Um, you know, some of the people that I, I don't talk to anymore that was on the episodes. And they didn't ask me to delete it, but... I. I if you if you and I are no longer cool, I just don't need you a part of my platform because I don't want later on for it to come up. So unfortunately, his episode did get deleted. <laughs> so you okay? Let let's stay there for a second. So you actually would release something and then delete it? Um. Yes, I will. Wow. I. So like, I, it's like a reason for me though. Like so. If I'm personally cool with you and we have a falling out and you move a certain way, I'm not going to give you the opportunity to be like, oh, well, that's why, you know, I was on your, you're not on my podcast no more because I deleted the episode and it's petty, <laughs> but it is what it is. Not to say, like, you know, because some people are petty like that. Like, okay, well, take me off your episodes. I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to take you off already. But it's not like if you and I did an episode and you and I stopped talking, you know, because we know each other through podcasting, I would delete it per se. I'm talking about real personal uh, friendships that end sourly. I, those I prefer uh, not to have those episodes on my podcast because I don't need us to talk about it later. Hmm. How do you go about getting your guests? Um, for me, it's a matter of who I interact with on Instagram. And I say Instagram because that's my... Uh, main social media that I use. I don't have Twitter or Facebook for my podcast. So I just pay attention to who interacts with me, um, who listens to my podcast and vice versa. If I listen to your podcast and I, well, you know what? I liked your perspective. I liked your energy on your platform. Even if you never really interacted with me like that, if I like you, then I'm just going to reach out and ask you to be a part of my, uh, my podcast. Let's talk about um, something else. You, you, you're doing a travel business, correct? Uh, yeah, I have a travel blog. Oh, it's a, oh, I'm sorry. It's a blog, not a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want it to be a business, but that's too much for me. So I, I just go with the blog. <laughs> How important is traveling to you? Um, on a scale of one to ten, it's a nine point five. <laughs> 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 I just love it. Like if I'm home, like. I feel like my life is passing me by. Like, I just have so much out there to see. I always want to be on the go. I like being on vacation. Like, I just like exploring and seeing other places. It's just, I don't know. It brings me to a different place. Was that, did you, did you want to travel when you were growing up? Like, how did this love for traveling come about? Um, I've always traveled a little bit because my parents would always, uh, you know, either take me to Haiti. I'm Haitian. Take me to Haiti. Send me to Florida. To my uncle's house. So, 
we always traveled as children. Um, as I got a little older, I don't, um, I would say in my teenage years, aside from Canada, I didn't really travel like that. I don't really know why. So then I had my son and um, I didn't travel for the first few years of his life. Cause you know, people make it seem like, oh, you know, you can't really travel when you have a kid. You can, but you know, it's different. So mm-hmm. once I mastered how to travel with him, it was on and popping. Cause I just, I went one place. I really liked it. I'm like, okay, I got to do this again. And then I did it. I'm like, I got to run this back. Next thing you know, it became like, <laughs> and then the fact that I could travel with and without him. So my son goes just as many places as I do. We just be out. And um, I don't know. We just, we just love exploring and, and creating new memories. How often do you do you travel? Um, I may do six to seven trips a year. Damn. Some are domestic, some are out the country. Um, so far I've done three three trips. I'm coming up on my fourth one for this year. And my son has been on three of the four. Hmm. So, yes. So, you know, but I like I've also expressed I I do it on a budget. I'm not a cheap traveler, but I'm not a luxurious traveler. I'm in between. (laughs) So I I know how to finagle, especially with my kid. I'm not staying at, you know, hostels or I'm not staying at Motel 6s. But we're going to stay somewhere nice. It may not be the Ritz, but, you know, it may be the Courtyard Marriott, you know, something. okay. so I've just uh, learned to to master the budgeting part of traveling. That's why I can take so many at once um, in one year. I'm sure how did I'm sure COVID slowed you down though, correct? Oh yeah, by default I was sick. Okay, um, <laughs> it just slowed me down. But honestly, I did manage to still. It was different, and I didn't really go for. Um, big crowd purposes but like for COVID I still managed to make it to Chicago in July COVID was still happening some things were open it wasn't that open but uh I still managed to socially distance I made it to Texas I always go to Texas um I made it to Maryland uh DC area so I, I didn't go as many places I wanted to but I still went a little bit do you have like a a, a spot that you prefer like one of your favorites Texas and Florida why Texas? Well, my sister lives in Texas and all my niece and nephews. So when I go there, that's definitely family time. And my son comes all the time. So it's like my home away from home here. And I just love the Texas feel. Everything, what they say, everything's bigger in Texas, the facts. Okay, that is so accurate. <laughs> I just love it. Do you think traveling has helped your son with his development? Um, I think so. Um. I think so. I think he's also learned to appreciate uh, being able to travel and he, he appreciates seeing the different um, areas of how people live. And because uh, I've also taken him outside of the U.S. So I think he just uh, I mean, he appreciates being on the road. I don't know if he really takes it as much, takes it in as much as I, I think, but I definitely think it's helped him develop as well. Where's your dream destination? Um, you know, Hawaii. 
I've never been to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii as a child. I'm like, I gotta go to Hawaii. I gotta go to Hawaii. And now that I'm older, I'm still gonna make it. But I heard Hawaii costs a little bit of points. And I told you, you know, I'll be boiling on a budget. So <laughs> I gotta finagle Hawaii. But until then, I'm, I'm gonna keep bouncing other places because I heard Hawaii is expensive. And I've heard that from people that got going. So I'm like, y'all are telling me this. That means I really gotta prepare myself for Hawaii appropriately. <laughs> yeah, it's from what I've never been, but one is a the flight was a lot longer than what I what I expected. Cause you you know you it's 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 a, it's in the United States, but it's just you know far. It's it like a, if you're coming from the East Coast, it's like a 12 hour flight. Yeah, I mean, I do like the fact that they do now have those direct flights there. And although it's long, at least you ain't gotta get off a of, do two stops that would be miserable i don't like anything i've never taken a flight where you have to take two stops so i haven't experienced that yet but that sounds uh, dreadful i'd rather just stay on one plane and get there <laughs> i'm gonna I'm transition to um something that i heard you talk about on, on, on it was on your podcast you was talking with a, a couple other women and you said something that really struck with me you said when you're in a like a, a potential relationship, you're only gonna get 80%. Going into it, yes. Going into it. Why is that? Um, because I mean, okay, you're supposed to go into everything with a hundred, but unfortunately, when you've had several negative experiences and you've had several letdowns going into it with a hundred and then being let down for me I think is far worse than leaving that room for disappointment with the 20 percent so once you prove yourself to me um or once I feel like I, I'm in a safer place or secure with you then we will gradually get to that hundred but I will not step into it at a hundred for those purposes so what what is, what percentage is he supposed to give I mean, if he want to give 80, that's cool, too. I would prefer 100, but I'll take the 80. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, he's his own person. He ain't got to put 80 because I put 80. I'm putting 80 for myself due to what I've experienced. If he chose to put 80, though, I would not be offended. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, why you ain't putting 100? No, I would understand. So, I mean, okay, so what, in the beginning, you gave, so in the beginning of the relationship, you would give 100% and you it, would, it wouldn't turn out the way you wanted it to? Correct. And I don't okay. like that. You don't like what? I don't like that. Okay, but how long would, did the relationship last before it didn't work? Uh, you know, nowadays, it'd be three business days, but um, no kidding. <laughs> so it, it'd be like six months to a year. Okay, so that's, I mean. But I could have kept my honey. Mm. That ain't lengthy enough. So, and I think it's, it's the dynamic of why it's a problem. Like, you know, okay, we, we can agree to disagree. I'm not sure how you feel about it, but you know, courting and all that stuff. Yes, men nowadays want you to do all the stuff that women want men to do for us. No, no, okay. You have your place. I have my place. I do think men and women should spoil each other. But now guys kind of want you to spoil them off rip. I'm not going to do that, but I'm a giving person. But unfortunately, I think when you give as a woman a little early in the relationship, 
you will meet those guys that, you know, will reciprocate because they appreciate it. Or you'll meet the guys that's like, oh shit, she likes giving. I don't really have to give that much because she gave without me giving. And that's not where you want to be as a woman. So you don't, you don't think that goes for, for men? Uh, I don't know. Y- y'all would have to tell me that because I'm not like that. So if a man I see is doing for me, I'm going to want to do for him. I don't think guys really see it that way. Guys are like, what? I, you know, let me see what else she's going to get me or whatever the case is, which is tacky. And I'm not saying all men, but some men do think like that. What do 80% look like? I need this 80% explained. What did that look like? Uh, I mean, 80% look like 80%. What you mean? No. <laughs> 80% looks like it's obviously close to hundred based on the number, but there's like a, he- there's a little bit of hesitation. Maybe I'll want to do something extra, but I won't. Um, I don't know. I can't really explain it. It's like, okay, give me, give me an example of something that 80, the 80%, you're not going to do because you're not giving a hundred percent. What's something you're not going to do? Um, I mean, when you come over, I'm not going to go above and beyond like, oh, my God, King, let me make sure like I'm always cooking a meal when you come over. This is, again, in the beginning. So it's not like we live together, but always do that. Or um, I mean, I think that would be one thing. I'm not going to go above and beyond and make sure I'm trying to make sure you feel OD comfortable when you come over just because I feel like if you're not putting in. Or if I haven't seen that you're worth it, I ain't about to just be trying to make sure you you all comfortable and I'm making you these gourmet meals and stuff, trying to be extra. And you haven't proven that you're worthy of that. And I know it's just a meal, but I'm sorry. You would have to be a woman to know that some of these, you know, guys be like, oh, women, women will just use you to go out to eat and, and get a meal. Yeah, dudes will definitely come over your house to get a meal. Like, so for me, 80, <laughs> I may make you a meal. You know when you come over, but it's not about to be every time. I'm not about to give you lobster filet mignon, just making sure, like, okay, he's coming over. Let me make sure. I'm not doing that off rip. I'm sorry. It's like, okay, let me see. But let's say he starts bringing groceries or let's say, you know, he's he likes to to take me out and he's not, he's not showing that he's only in it to come get the free meal. Because, again, men do that. So it is what it is then I'll be more inclined to be like, you know what? I want to do more, you know? So the 80 will rise a little bit because I see that he's worth it. But dudes, don't don't be worth your lobster and shrimp and your, you know what I'm saying? Asparagus. (laughs) So I guess guess because I'm I'm a little older and a little older, old school, I would think that me coming, a man coming to your house is kind of like a big deal. Is that fair? Um... I mean, it is, but it isn't. Obviously, it's not like, okay, I meet you today, you coming over tomorrow. No, we talking for a little bit. You're getting to know them, you're getting, to, and vice versa. Eventually, get to a point in time where you may visit their place or they may visit your place. That'll mean you 100% in. It just means, okay, I'm now comfortable to have you visit my place. But that's not, okay, this is definitely about to be my man because he came here. So it's not off rip, but there does, for me, there does come a point in time where, okay, you've passed whatever these little tests are that I have. So I am okay to give you my address to come to my home. But that don't mean you all up in here. So have you ever considered that 
the 80, because you're giving 80%, you're guarded. And it's probably not going to work anyway. Well, the hundred didn't. So I'll go with my 80. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Cause if I did the 80 and that didn't guarantee me, I mean the hundred and that didn't guarantee me anything again for people that are listening, the 80 is for me. And I know it's not fair because that person didn't do anything, but it's a, a thing for me. I need to leave the room for disappointment. And that's with anything in life. A lot of people go into stuff and yes, you can be positive and optimistic, but when you get let down, the letdown be at a thousand, you know what I'm saying? Cause you didn't expect the disappointment. And I know you say you're a little older, but the dating now is rough. Okay. So you gotta live that, leave that 20% or you lose your damn mind. It's different nowadays. I mean, I just feel like you're going, you're already going into it with the mindset that you're going to be disappointed. Because that's what dating is like in 2020. Good God. (laughs) Yes. And I ain't lying. And I'm not the only one. I have several homegirls and homeboys. And we have this discussion, not about the 80, uh, 100, but you definitely have to, what did I say? Three business days. You know how many times you see that on social media? People be like, oh, I like this dude. They'll do like little funny memes and then it'd be like seven business days later. Oh, forget it. He's canceled. That'd be so accurate. And it's not because you have the 80s because it's different. Dating is different these days. So if you don't leave the room for disappointment and it goes sour and then it happens over and over and over after a while, you're going to lose your mind. (laughs) So how do you feel? How would you feel if... His if his twenty percent is strictly financial, meaning he's not paying for no dates. He's not dating me, <laughs> so <laughs> it got to be a different type of twenty percent. <laughs> so, <laughs> what twenty percent you willing to live with? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It would have to be. The thing is, the 20% is not something specifically. Let's say you wanted to do something nice or not nice, because I don't want to make it seem like that. But let's say whatever it is you wanted to do five times, you did it three instead of the five. So it's not like one specific thing is the 20%. It's just, I guess, the amount of uh, the amount of time you do said thing. I don't know if that makes sense or you get what I'm saying. Well, you're going to have to do it. Actually, you're going to have to do it four times if you're using the 80% ratio. Okay, we're going to go with four. That's okay. He can leave out out the fifth time. That's fine. You know, because I'm still giving you a lot. I'm just not giving you everything unless I see you're worthy of the everything. I'm sorry. No, some guys think because I'm a guy and because I look good that you should do X, Y, Z. No, I shouldn't. Like, you have to give me more to work with here. And I'm sure some guys feel the same about women. Oh, she looked good. She, whatever. She thinks she deserves it all. But has she proven that she is worthy of me doing these things? I don't see a problem with a guy feeling the same way either. I don't. Okay. I mean, I think it's, you know what? I think, so I think it should be levels. Like, I guess it's the 80% that I'm just, sometimes I get fixated on numbers. Okay. So. It could just be the 80%. Because um, I, I definitely don't think you should go into any relationship, you know, balls to the wall. But there needs to be a solid effort there. Now, 80%, I'm not going to say it's not solid. It's just, it's really for me the mindset that you're going into it. Like, I'm preparing myself for this disappointment. 
And I think I with think, that mindset, you're going to be disappointed. I don't think you're preparing for it. I think it's just a defense mechanism. If it goes sour, okay, you're not completely thrown off. However, if it doesn't, great, the 80 will move to 90 and then it'll move to 100. But if you put in 100 and you're extremely disappointed, and for the most part, I don't, I mean, women are more emotional than guys anyways. Nowadays, I know it's a little different, you know, but for the most part, they are. And guys, okay, then move on. You go on Instagram. He got a whole new shorty. Like, he living his best life. Meanwhile, you in shambles. Why? Because you gave the hundred. So for me, it's not that I wouldn't be bothered, but it's like, all right, I already had the the kind of preparation in the event but i'm not preparing or looking forward or expecting the disappointment but i just don't want to be thrown off that's fair that's fair i think you know what we'll 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 have to we'll, again because I'm, I'm i've been married so long i really don't know like i just yeah, hear y'all things. have no idea <laughs> I look, look your, your podcast is the rosy perspective so i listened to your perspective and i was like uh, that's a little interesting i don't really agree with it but it's not <laughs> Honestly, that's the that's the beauty i mean that's the beauty of a podcast or anything like everybody's not going to agree with what you say exactly and honestly so, that's why i named it the rosy perspective because i've had these conversations with a lot of people they're like wait what and i'm like yeah you heard it you want me to run it back because i mean what i what i say for the most part so when it was the rosy perspective i i definitely expected some people like wait that don't make sense but i mean <laughs> so what are you moving forward like where are you looking to take the podcast next um i don't i don't know i don't really have an an exact place I'm looking to take it. I do want it to continue to grow. And honestly, that's like sufficient enough for me. Do you have video? I'm, that's something I'm not sure. No, because I ain't got time. Okay. I ain't got time <laughs> to be editing. I ain't got time to be on YouTube playing on nobody's YouTube trying to figure out stuff right now because, like we talked about, I do the travel blogging as well. So, in addition to my podcast page on Instagram, which I keep up with on a daily basis, very regularly. I also have an Instagram for my travel and I have a Facebook travel group where I actually interact with um, a bunch of the people in the group and uh, share information and they share information. So, and then I have my personal, you know what I'm saying? My personal Twitter and my personal, I can't, uh -uh, I can't be keeping up with all these things, including video. So no, no sorry, Bob. <laughs> well listen I, I really appreciate you doing this um it's been fun it's been an honor talking with you again because i'm a fan of your podcast so it's always good to talk to the people that you're a fan of thank you i appreciate it and you're always very supportive on instagram you're always uh sharing your perspective under my question of the days and you're also uh you highlight podcasts on your your platform as well which i think is also dope because a lot of people um as i've said before don't but if you like something you share it let your people know so i definitely appreciate uh the love and support as well definitely before we end this make sure that you tell the people how they can follow you and, and how they can um listen to your podcast all right so you can follow me on ig at the underscore rosie r-o-s-e-y underscore perspective um again that's on instagram and honestly 
once you have me on Instagram, you got me on everything because that's literally like the lifeline to everything. But I'm on all major streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. So just find me on Instagram. All right. Again, I want to thank you for doing this. And I wish you all the best with the podcast and the travel blog moving forward. Thank you. Thank you. I wish you the best as well. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening, listening and your continued support. Have a great day.